Breaking Verses Down is brought to you by God. God, speaking through Pastor Jason since 2002 and in charge of the universe since always. start today that we have a live audience here as well watching me just outside my window I have a squirrel and a robin and they're both um, taking a gander at me as I do the podcast here so it's good to have them here in studio and um, otherwise known as my children's bedroom and I'm glad that they're here to come along for the ride. How is everybody doing? Welcome back. Breaking verses down. When we left last time we were doing Jesus wept And now we've gone from there to the weeping prophet, Jeremiah. That's what we're going to be discussing today. And I just thought I'd mention, I like to get the housekeeping out of the way first before we get into the word. I've been considering doing this on a weekly basis rather than every two weeks. And I'm just praying about it and that might happen soon. So just keep your eyes peeled. Thank you to everybody that's been listening and and being faithful to listen to my first three episodes. It really means a lot to me. And this this podcast is something that I really am taking seriously. But I also need to make sure that I have enough time for the other commitments in my life. And you might hear one of those commitments come running in here before it's all said and done. That being one of my kids. But um, we'll see how that goes. So I hope everybody's doing well here today. As we go into another episode of BVD, and like I say, we're going to talk about the prophet Jeremiah, otherwise known as the weeping prophet. Yeah, I didn't really know much about Jeremiah until I started going into this. Um, and the weeping prophet Jeremiah, he was in a lot of ways despised for his prophecy. Even though he was a good and faithful prophet, he was saying things to a nation that really didn't want to hear what he had to say. The, his nation was being, was being reckless at that time, and they turned their backs on God. And Jeremiah had the task to be obedient and tell the people what God was thinking about their recklessness. So he was known as a weeping prophet because he was very tender-hearted. His messages often had a gloomy nature to them. He spoke the truth of God, even if it was gloomy, and he wept because his nation was turning their backs on God. He was often left alone, and while his nations continued to be reckless in their life, he continued to tell them the truth. In a lot of ways, it it was a hard thing to do, but it was the right thing to do. We've heard that before in all of our lives, something that's hard to do, but right to do, and that's what he was doing here. So he was weeping for his nation. He was known as the weeping prophet. And today we're going to look at Jeremiah 9, verses 23 and 24. But first I just wanted to get something off my my chest to see what people think. You know, I often tell my kids jokes or or give them a dad joke. And I guess they call this a dad joke as well. But I had a friend on Facebook recently that 
had a birthday. And when they had their birthday, they were having a hard time seeing all the posts on Facebook. So they put in their status. I have 16 posts and I can only see six of them. What should I do? And I said, on the, on the when I commented on it, I said, naturally, just pan your camera out. You'll see all the posts. And I told my kids this, and to this day, they don't understand what in the world I was saying. Do you guys get that? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? I'm sure you do. There, I feel better. I got that off my chest. Moving on to Jeremiah 9, verse 23 and 24. And this is a beautiful, beautiful piece of scripture because it just talks about God's nature and gets us to know him even more. And by the way, if my voice sounds a little off, myself and the rest of my family are all just getting over an illness recently. And um, it's affected my voice somewhat. So if I sound a little bit different, I apologize for that. But just please stay with me. I have my special weapon, otherwise known as water right beside me. And I might be taking a few sips along the way here. So away we go. Jeremiah my computer isn't going to work. There we go. Jeremiah 9, verse 23 and 24. This is what the Lord says. Let not the wise boast of their wisdom, or the strong boast of their strength, or the rich boast of their riches. But let the one who boasts, boasts about this, that they have the understanding to know me, that I am the Lord who exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth. For in these I delight, declares the Lord. You know, one of the words that is said the most frequently in this scripture is let. What does let mean? Let means to allow. If I'm going to say to you that I'm going to let this podcast be launched today, I'm saying I'm going to allow it to be launched today. And more than one time in this scripture, Jeremiah uses the word let to describe things. For example, he says, let not the wise boast about their wisdom. So in other words, he's saying, don't allow the wise to boast about their wisdom. What does boast mean? Boast. When I see boast, I think of the word roast, and I don't know why, but now I want to have a roast beef. Anyway, moving on. To boast. To boast. It means to talk with excessive pride and self-satisfaction about one's achievements, possessions, or abilities, to boast. So that means that you're going to talk with pride, and 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 you're satisfied, and you're you're just you're just super hopping happy about what's going on. You just got to boast about it. I boast about my children a lot. I think they're the greatest thing in the world. So I boast to everybody about how awesome and funny and wonderful my children are. I love them so much. So in the in the scripture, what they're saying is, don't allow the wise to boast about their wisdom. Don't let them talk excessively prideful about their wealth. Don't allow the strong to boast about their strength. Don't allow the rich to boast about their riches. I've met more than a few people that like to boast about their riches. And they don't seem to understand sometimes why I don't get super amazed at their riches. Maybe it's because I got God deep down inside and I'm, I'm a heart person. I like to see the heart in people. That's what impresses me. But let one that boasts, boasts about this. Let the one that boasts, boasts about this. So if you're going to talk 
proudly about something, if you're going to talk excessively about something, you should talk about this. You see, God's okay with boasting if it's about the right thing. And yes, there is a right thing and a wrong thing to boast about. And I'm going to get some water right now. And this is what is okay to boast about. And this right here, again, like I say, it just shows God's nature and how genuine his nature is. And it just gets me stirred up when I hear about it because it's so amazing. He says that this is what you should boast about, that they have an understanding to know me. Understanding. What does it mean to have an understanding about something? To have an understanding means that you have insight or good judgment and that you comprehend it. So I have an understanding about how wonderful the people are that are listening to this podcast right now. I have insight and good judgment about those people. So he says that they have understanding to know me. Now, this is the part that's just awesome. It's just awesome. Everything about it is awesome, but this is just great. Understanding to know me, to know. What does it mean in this text? What is know supposed to represent? What does the word K-N-O-W, know, supposed to mean? Well, in this context, it's supposed to mean that they have developed a relationship with someone through meeting and spending time with them. So, Jeremiah is saying, being impacted by God and being told by God to say this, Jeremiah is saying that you can boast that you have an understanding or good judgment or insight to know me, me being God. So, you can boast about having a relationship with God through meeting with him, through spending time with him, through prayer with him, through giving him praise and glory and and just praising his name, through worship, through, through music, through your tithes and your offerings, that you have a relationship with God. And a relationship goes two ways. You do all those things and God, he just loves you back and he blesses you and he gives you peace in your heart. That is what he's saying people should boast about, that they have a relationship with God. Not that they know of God, not that they've read the Bible cover to cover a few times. That means that they got their fire insurance. No, that they have a relationship with God. Every day of their life, every minute of their life, they know God loves them. And that is what Jeremiah is saying here. It's not about the riches or the strength or all of that. It is that you know your God, that you have a relationship with God, that you have understanding or insight or good judgment about how good your God is, how good the Father is. And that that, that is what he's trying to say here. If we continue... Isn't that beautiful? That is just beautiful. If we continue here, it says, That I am the Lord who exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on the earth. I'll say it one more time. That I am the Lord who exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on the earth. He exercises it. So in other words, in this context, what that means is that you're going to do about 20 push-ups. No, just kidding. He doesn't mean it like that. In this context, what he means is that he's going to use or apply something. So he says that I am the Lord 
who is going to apply kindness, justice, and righteousness on the earth. Kindness, justice, and righteousness. I decided to break those three words down because that's what I do on this podcast. And here it is right here. Kindness, the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. That's what kindness is. Justice, to have peace and genuine respect for people. And the last one, righteousness, the quality of being morally right and justifiable. So he says, for I am the Lord who exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on the earth. So he is applying generous, being generous, being considerate. He's applying peace and genuine respect for people. He loves that. And he is applying the quality of being morally right and justifiable. For in these I delight. Delight means great pleasure. The Lord gets a great pleasure from, from applying all these wonderful characteristics. And he gets so much joy when he sees us doing the same thing. When, when, when we are living as with Christ inside of us, and when we are, are, are working with people and we're, we're blessing people and we're conversing with people, that we use kindness, justice, and righteousness to, to lead us in, in, in the way that we are around, deal with people, you know? The way we, we oh, the words on tip my tongue and I can't think of it right now. Just the way that we interact, that's the word. The way that we interact with people. So, he delights in this. He loves this. He gets great pleasure from it when he sees that. And that's something that we can boast about, that our God wants us to do all those wonderful things with people. That's why he is so amazing. That's why he is so good. That's why God, people a lot of time talk about love. God is love. Love isn't a thing if God isn't a thing. God is love. And this scripture is just proving that in the ways that he tells us to relate to people, in the ways he's telling us that are okay to boast about things, is, is God's love for people. So if we use how I've rewrote it here, this is how it would, it would, it would sound. And again, I'm telling you, I'm not trying to rewrite the Bible. I'm just trying to add in some definitions so that we get a better understanding of it. So just stay with the original. Don't, don't change it for my, for my sake. But let's just listen here to what, how this says here. Let not the wise talk excessively about their wisdom, or the strong talk excessively about their strength, or the rich talk excessively about their riches. But let one who talks excessively do so about this, that they have insight to have relationship with me, that being God. That I am the Lord who applies kindness, justice, and righteousness on the earth. For in these things I have great pleasure. I don't know about you, but that's the kind of God I want to live my life for. That's the kind of God I want to live my life for. I want to live my life for a, a God that loves me, that wants me to love other people, that, that says even to love our enemies, 
Uh, that's the kind of God that I want to live for. So, what's the point of this prophecy? Let me grab this. Now, one more sip of water, and then I'll tell you. Just give me one sec. Ah, good stuff. So, what's the point of the prophecy? Jeremiah is sharing with people here a glimpse of what was important to God the Father, the characteristics that that he felt that the Father felt are important for us to apply in our lives. There is nothing wrong with having wisdom. I want to say this right now. There's nothing wrong with having money. There's nothing wrong with having status on its own. What is wrong is when you allow those things to become more important to you than the God who provides it. You need to keep yourself rooted in humbleness with God. And you need to make sure that um, you are using that wisdom or, or, or your, your financial gain or your status to just give God the glory in it. Give God the glory in all you do. And, and don't boast about yourself. Boast, boast about God in you. See, God delights in a relationship first and foremost. That's what he wants. He wants a relationship with us. And I've said this in podcasts that I've just done in the past, and I'm going to keep on saying it again because that is one of the main themes of the whole entire Bible is that God wants a relationship with us. He wants to hear about the things that that are tough for you. He wants to hear about the things that you do well. He wants to hear about all everything about you. You're his son or daughter, and he is interested in your life like a good father. He wants to have a relation. He wants our relationship with him to be so important to us that we can't help but share it with other people. We're not we're not going out to to boast on our own strength and what we have that other people don't and and how much better we are because of it. We're here to to talk to other people to share God's love. That's why I'm doing this podcast in the first place. Is I want to boast about God's love so that other people can know that love. So that other people can have their life transformed with that love so that when they go through tough periods of time, they're so in love with God and they're so in love with God's love for them that their love is so much more than the difficulty that they're facing. It's one of the keys to having a, to having a stress-free life is to knowing God more and applying it in your life. In the relationship that we gain a father, who is kind and righteous and genuine to us. That's what happens in that relationship, I'm trying to say. We gain a father who is kind and righteous and genuine with us and that loves us. That's what makes a life successful, to know him that he be known. The church that I go to, that's been our our slogan for the longest time, that we know him, that he would be known, that our lives would be impacted in the fact that we know him. Religion views itself as better than others. They get something out of that. Relationship views itself in giving to others. So we're giving to other people. I want to live with people that are wanting to give each other blessings, not get blessings, get blessings, get blessings. I want to give blessings too. And that's what this podcast is here for, to bless people. And I hope that this has blessed you today that you can see this scripture and and have your life 
so so much more improved because of it. Jeremiah 9, 23 and 24 is a beautiful piece of scripture. And it gives us a glimpse of God, what God thinks is important, what God wants to see happen in your life. And I hope that you can take this piece of information and the information that I broke down for you and use that to better yourself. You're loved. There is not one person that's listening to this that isn't loved. If you're listening to this podcast today, no matter what you've gone through, no matter what you've seen, no matter what you did, no matter how dysfunctional or messed up you feel, God's love is still there for you. It's still there for you. And you need to make sure that you keep that keep that in your heart. So as I close today, I am going to do some praying. And I pray that this has been impactful for you. I give God the glory in it, in all of it. I pray that you are blessed in every possible way as you listen to this podcast. So I'm going to pray now. Lord, I pray for everybody listening to this podcast that they would know you in a far greater way and that this would show them your nature, God, your beautiful and awesome nature. You love us, God, and and, and let us never forget that. I pray, Lord, for the people that are listening here, if they have um, healings that they need in their body, that they would just touch the part of their body that needs healing right now. And by the power of the blood of Jesus, we agree that that healing has taken place in their body, that what Jesus did on the cross justified us to say that that part of their body is completely and totally healed that you would mend the fibers together, that there would be no more pain, no more strife, and that you would just bless them. And Lord, I just pray for everybody's mental health as well, that their minds would become clear, that they would, they would think clearly, that you would just strengthen their, their, their mental um, aspects of life, and that they would be blessed in every possible way. And God, I just ask that people would hear this and that they would just dig deeper into the word and hold on to it and not let go. And I break off any attempt of the enemy to try to cause um, a strife or, or, or questioning, people questioning themselves after this scripture, that, that they would just be so absolutely assured that God loves them after hearing what they've heard, that God delight, that you God delight in, in seeing us blessed. That's what you delight in, that you delight, that we boast in you, God. We boast in you. You're the one thing that we can boast about. Lord, I give you glory and I give you praise. And I ask that you would just bless my, my viewership and that you would bless this podcast and I give you all of the glory and all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise God. So, that pretty much wraps up what I wanted to share this week. And I just want to thank you again for all the people that are listening. I am at this at the point that I'm recording this. I'm really close to 100 downloads. Praise the Lord. And it's funny when people talk about podcasts 
one thing I'm learning is everybody's crazy about the stats, the stats, the stats, the stats, how many viewerships you have and how many people have subscribed to your channel and this and that. You know, all I care about is that people are blessed. Every person that clicks on it is blessed and that they would be strengthened in the Lord. That, that, that's my that's my main point here. And I hope that you are have been blessed by this. And I hope that this Robin will actually go somewhere else other than just stand in this this tree and stare at me. Doesn't he have worms to eat? Don't you got things to do? Don't you got things to do? Hmm. I don't know. He's doing he's doing he's doing pretty good, it looks like. He's he's pretty he's pretty chubby over there doing his thing. I guess maybe he's digesting lunch. I don't know. Anyway, enough of that. I will leave it be and um I will giddy up out of here and I pray that you've been blessed and I want you to remember you are God's favorite. See you later. Like, click, share if you care.